1: This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning, and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones. And each and every week, we do our best to answer your questions about tomorrow but we're doing it today. And that's what this program is all about. Because as we age, we want to have these conversations. We want to talk about our health. I don't know about you listeners, but every time I'm with my friends now, I'm like, how are you? How's everything going? Do you have any issues with your health? Because as we age, we start having these things happen. And our guest today and our topic today is really about home care. So home care is bringing someone into the house. So I'm going to let John, who I'm very blessed to have. He's from Bright Star. Good morning, John.
0: Good morning, Wendy. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. I'm to, We're blessed to have John because, number one, you've been in the industry for a long time.
0: Uh, my office has been open for 12 years, and I've owned it for the last six and a half or so. So it's been a, been a while.
1: Fantastic. And he's knowledgeable about the different needs that people have and what we need to do about them because home care is a huge topic everybody wants to stay home that is true they really do and i don't blame them you know you you build a house you raise children you have a lot of stuff in the basement in the garage and it's hard to make a move so everybody wants to stay home i get it i do get it however we need to stay home safely. Correct. So, John, tell us a little bit about, you know, I, I guess I want to start the conversation with, I know that you see this every day because you own a, a home care company called Brightstar, and you actually have the ability to see day-to-day problems with people. And what I'd like to educate our listeners on this morning is what they should be looking for in their loved ones.
0: That, that, that's a, a great topic. So... Um, we want to uh, we want to get the home care process started before there is a an event that happens a fall or uh, or, or or something like that. Um, so one of the things you want to really look for the first clue that your parents are in decline is probably going to be their hygiene, hygiene and the general the level of cleanliness in the in the house. You're you're going to see a big decline in that. Um, so don't don't uh, poo-poo it. So to say, it's uh, address it. Um, you want to keep the lines of communication open with your parents when you start seeing that. And then at that point, you might want to, um, do a little more exploration into what's going on with them. Are their bills getting paid? Are they getting taken advantage of by every charity that comes along or so-called charity that comes along? Um, Right.
1: They call themselves a charity and then they just want your money. Yes. Exactly. That could be a problem.
0: Um, Look a great one to look at is is the bedding on the bed. See if the sheets have been changed in a while. It's always tough for seniors to do that. They so they may only change their bedding once every couple of months as opposed to once a week like they used to do it.
1: Ooh, that's a good one because yeah. really think about number 1. It's not easy to change your sheets. Correct. I don't want to change my my sheets. So imagine 30 years from now. How hard is that? Oh, it's almost impossible.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: Betting. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Okay.
0: And last but not least is you want to make sure that their their uh, medication management is up to par. That's often uh, one of the things that slips. They either skip medicine, forget, forget to take it, or forgot that they take it and they double up on medication. So that that's very important. So it's very important that um, when your parents start to get elderly that you start putting everything in pill organizers. Then it's easy to see if uh, when you come by Tuesday afternoon that uh, – that all the medications for the week have been taken. There's not uh, uh, a couple of missed ones, or they haven't pulled ahead. But with that said, that's kind of the first, one of the first signs. The other, you know, obviously the other sign is if there's been a uh, an event, an illness, uh, uh, an accident, or something that uh, sent them to the hospital or uh, or uh, or rehab center. So,
1: so I have a story I want to share with sure. you and all of you actually because. I went to this gentleman's house, and he was taking care of his wife. Bless his heart. And Mm -hmm. his wife was very, very ill and couldn't remember hardly anything. So the one big thing that he was concerned about is that she got her medications. So they would sit at breakfast and she would, she would drink, you know, eat her cereal. And then, you know, the milk inside the bowl when you're done eating your cereal, right? Mm-hmm. And there's still a little bit of milk. And sometimes you just, yeah, you just drink it from the bowl. Okay. So everyone's got a visual mm-hmm. on that right now. <laughs> he takes all of those meds, all of them, not just one, but all of them for the whole day. And he puts them in her cereal milk. Because the only way... That she would take her meds is if he did that. And she would drink her cereal milk and all the meds would be in there at one time. No. I hate to listeners, say it. It's
0: like we're, like we're hiding our medications for our pets, you know? <laughs>
1: no. I mean, they're sticking in it in applesauce. We're yeah. crunching them up. I mean, whatever it takes to get them to have their medication. But but listeners, I just have to tell you, I literally was sitting there when he did it. I was sitting at the kitchen table and I was like, whoa, 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 what What are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, oh, this is the only way she can take her meds. I go, number one, do you know meds need to be taken with water? He's like, nobody ever said that. I'm like, they're way more, the efficacy is way better with water. I said, number two, you can't take them all at the same time. There's some you're supposed to take in the morning, some you're supposed to take at night. And he says to me, well, it's better that she gets them than not get them at all. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And some of so, them may
0: be the same medications that you take some one in the morning and one in the evening. So. Listen,
1: he was doing the best he could, but listeners, oh please, please, please. If it says BID, it means two times a day. If it says PRN, it's as needed. So like there's, and if you don't know, walk over, drive over to your pharmacy, CVS, Walgreens, whoever you go to, go to a little consultation and ask them when these meds are supposed to be taken, at what time? right if it's morning noon or night so like you said i like your pillbox analogy because when vis- when we're visiting our loved ones and we see that pills aren't taken that is the number one reason that that and falls that brings people into the hospital mm-hmm.
0: absolutely absolutely uh, and it's uh, and and it's even more critical um you know one of the things we're seeing a lot of right now is we're seeing a lot of a, a lot of people who never had children so they don't really have anybody looking out for them uh, at least not uh not in the way that uh, that someone with with uh, local children would, or their children have moved away. So that that's even more imperative that they get some help in the house uh, asap, uh, sooner rather than later. You know,
1: and we have a tendency, and I know I'm talking to everybody out there right now, to when we hear our loved one's voice and they sound okay, to assume everything is okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't you feel like we do that?
0: We we definitely do because you know. One of, we, we always have a spike in intakes after the big family holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, where people haven't seen their parents in several months, and they finally get together. It's the first time they actually saw mom in four or five months, and they they are really concerned with the, the decline. So, yeah, it's... Uh,
1: because they see them not just for, like, an hour. They see them for, like, five hours. Right. You're, you, Thanksgiving is the day, right? We right. all know it until the shopping starts, but... <laughs> kidding. But you need to be there for extended periods of time. And mm-hmm. I think like you mentioned because either they don't have kids or they're traveling or they're in other states, you know, a FaceTime seeing mom's face sitting at the kitchen table is different than seeing mom get out of a chair, walk over to the stove, put something on, forget to turn the stove off. You don't know mm-hmm. that she's forgetting to turn the stove off. So my my example of the pills is how do we know that they're taking their pills so listeners here's my two ideas number 1 cameras
0: cameras work well yes. right
1: why not in the kitchen let's let's watch and see if they're taking their pills twi- uh, twice a day or three times a day and not putting them all in at one time
0: yep right i agree
1: uh what's another idea
0: so they have some uh, they have some um Pill, uh, pill distributors that are on a timer and it will an, an alert will go off when it's time to uh, take the medications and then it will distribute the medications so that that's always an alternative um, if you can't be there to actually set up med boxes for them you know uh, companies like pill pack or a lot of pharmacies will will blister pack uh, all the doses it makes it uh um it doesn't mean they're going to take their medications, but it makes it easier to manage it. it makes it easy to to spot right away that they're that so they're not is, taking their medications. Is
1: PillPack is PillPack a distributor where you can send your meds to yeah, them and they'll repackage them for
0: it's, you? It's actually owned by Amazon, so you just have the script sent to, of to PillPack. Of course, yeah. it's owned by Amazon. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Everybody's using <And> Amazon. <laughs> it'll show up
0: on your doorstep uh, already, already individually packed. So the your Monday AM meds will all be in one in, in, in one envelope, and then and so on and so on and so on.
1: Well, that's exactly what we need if we're having issues with medication. Yes. Some type of a distribution and also cameras. And let's move into hygiene. So you you mentioned the bed, which I think is fantastic because yes, are we changing sheets on the bed? First indicator. Mm-hmm. Second, are we taking a shower?
0: Yes, that's huge. And the other th- the other thing that goes hand in hand with the shower is that's one of the the most opportune times for a a fall to happen. Get, uh, disrobing and and, and uh, getting dressed and you know slippery shower even if there's are sour shower chairs that's where we find probably half the falls that our uh, that our clients have had have been uh, you know trying to trying to shower
1: or, so when you pay. get in and out of a shower and people are scared they're scared to do to take a shower
0: and oftentimes with arthritis too it's just painful to get to continually get dressed and undressed so they you know they they throw on the clothes that's that's easy to put on. They don't want to take it back off to the shower. They, you know, uh, um, the shower. There's a whole host of reasons why they're neglecting their hygiene. Some of which they forget, too.
1: Well, and I feel like everything just kind of funnels down to simplicity. Well, if mm-hmm. I don't have to change my clothes, or if I sleep in my clothes, then I don't have to get dressed in the morning. Everything, they want to make it easier. Or so sleep if you're, in the recliner. <laughs> or not even sleep in the bed. Yes, yeah. like this is what starts happening. But if you're not there at night, you don't know. We're going to be back in just one minute. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors, answering your questions about tomorrow, today. And our topic today is home care. We are blessed to have John, John, how do you say your last name? Channing. Channing, okay, with Bright Star in the house today. And he's just, we're talking first about things to be paying attention to, and then we're going to get into some solutions, and then what you can do as far as home care. So one of the things we just talked about was things in the home. So we discussed hygiene, we discussed management with meds, which are two of the biggest. We right. We're getting into showers. Yes. And, you know, this is one more area that is very important to look into for your loved one. And obviously you're not going to put a camera in the shower, but we want to know that they're safe getting in and out of the shower. So here's my answer to to one one answer, and that is If you have a tub and you know that your loved one cannot get into a tub anymore, right? At a certain age, it gets a little more difficult. You're afraid you're going to slip, all that stuff. This is what you do. You get the bathtub conversion kit. They cut a little slice out of the side of the tub all the way down. So there's just a little lip getting in and out and you turn it into a little shower. So easy. It's high enough that the water goes into the drain, right, in in your regular shower, but yet it's um, low enough that they can get in and out easily. So just Google bathtub conversion kit. There is a company that will come do it for you, cleancutbath.com. Just there are so many options when it comes to this, and it's a couple hundred bucks. So instead of redoing your entire bathroom, we can just do a bathtub conversion kit. That's one answer for the
0: shower. I would also add that you would want to make sure you have ample grab bars in the bathroom, um, and not the kind that are fixed with suction cups. But uh, if you have to hire out a handyman to to install them, that's that's fine. It's it's worth the investment. Um, even you know we're even telling people that um, when we're doing our intakes that uh, everybody should have grab bars. Regardless, if you're twenty something, you should still have grab bars in your shower because it can get slippery and and you can fall and hit your head. The other Part of the, you know, of the shower is you should have a, a handheld shower wand. Not to, uh, that that way you can, especially when you're sitting in a shower chair, they can they can reach all the parts uh, that they need to reach.
1: So true, because the big hold shower on the on the wall and it's just, you know, spraying in one spot, that's not the answer anymore.
0: Correct, correct.
1: I totally agree with you.
0: And while we're on the subject of the bathroom, I think also getting a, a raised toilet seat, if you want to go out and... and Incur the expense of like a brand new toilet. They make them that have where they sit up about six inches higher, so they don't have to bend down so low, or it's just easier on and off. Or they, or they actually make uh, risers that can go on top of the, the, the existing toilet.
1: Well, and let's just go on for one more second because they have heated toilet seats. Yes, they have bidets. A day is... They have <laughs> you could you could spend a lot of money on a toilet seat. But what happens? You go to the bathroom every day all day long. Correct. Like these are the areas in our head that we have to be thinking about. What is Mom doing every day that I can help make her life easier, and that's one of them absolutely absolutely uh,
0: the other uh, other things to make their their homes more user friendly is having everything on one level. They may still have stairs and and if by all means if they're capable of of, of running stairs, we want to continue to see them running stairs the more The more they move, the better. But if they reach a certain point, um, you know, trying to get everything down on one level is uh, is paramount. Um, uh, oftentimes we see laundry facilities in the basement, and so the laundry never gets done. It, it, it's very dangerous. Back to it, it, hygiene. Well, and not just that, but it's also stability of trying to carry a laundry, a laundry basket down flights of stairs.
1: So one of my ideas, and I think this is fabulous, is you know how when you go downstairs there's a rail on one side? Mm-hmm. How hard is it to put a rail on the other side? It's very easy. Because now when you're if you're going to fall, you have two options to grab a rail instead of just one. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: So try to visualize this for a second. An 80-year-old and I know it's hard because we're on, you know, podcasting radio, but you're downstairs, you fold your clothes, you put them in a laundry basket. You're 80 years old. You need to grab both sides of a laundry basket in order to carry it. So you take your first step and you're like, oh, I'm a little wobbly. So what do you do? You put the laundry basket down on the step. You take another step. Put the laundry basket up one step. Take another step. Put the laundry. Now are you picturing an eighty year old doing this up a zillion stairs? No way. It's it, not going to happen safely. Correct. So at least you have a grab bar on either side that you can grab. But or they're going to go up and down twenty five times. The and the bring the, all the, 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 up. the other
0: thing I see see them do is they'll. It, particularly going down the stairs, they'll just throw the basket down the stairs and then go down and retrieve it. And
1: <laughs> how do we know what they're doing unless we're watching? Correct. Um, well, if you have the cameras to be yes. Yeah, so you put a camera in the basement. You put a camera on every stair stairway. You put a camera at the front door. You put a camera in the kitchen, like this is. It's not that hard. And, They're everywhere. And,
0: and while we're on the topic of technologies, there are a lot of uh, more so than, than just the life alert pendants. There, um, there are watches on the market that will detect a fall, that will go. And, and I know, like uh, the the Apple Watch, uh, the higher end versions will do that, and and co- and could potentially call out. But there are ones specifically made. they are a lot uh, a lot cheaper than the Apple Watch. Um, that are specifically for detecting falls, and they can notify someone at a call center who can then call uh, loved ones that are on the call list, and then also the uh, alert the fire department to come by and and,
1: and do a check, and
0: do a wellness check.
1: And I don't know, listeners, if you know that is available, is the wellness check? You can call the police department, you can call the fire department, and you can say, give them the story. They need mm-hmm. to hear a story. I'm very concerned about my loved one. Can you please go do a wellness check? And yes, I've done it. I've done it for clients that I've been very concerned about that aren't answering the phone that I couldn't get to. So please remember that is an option. Do not call 911. Just call the regular phone number Mm -hmm. and say, here's the story. They're a senior. I'm concerned. Can you please do a wellness check? I think it's a, I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, they, they,
0: they're used to doing them. They do them all the time. They don't mind, uh, and they don't mind. They this re- is
1: what this is what we all have to rely on each other, right? We're in this together. It takes a village, and we all got to help each other out.
0: And that's what you pay your taxes for. And there you
1: <laughs> go. <laughs> and then there's that, too. Yes. Okay. And there's also called lift and assist. Mm-hmm. So if you were to fall on the ground and you can't get up, you can also call for a lift and assist. Correct. Be prepared that they may want to take you to the hospital.
0: They're always going to offer.
1: Yes. And I think they have to. Yeah. I'm not sure. We did have someone from the um, the fire department on a few weeks ago, and I now I'm drawing a blank on that. But this is the important stuff, listeners. All these topics that John and I are talking about are all, and we've covered a lot, mm-hmm. hygiene management of meds, bill paying is huge, uh, do everything automated. Why do, why do we even have to write a check anymore at this point? You know, cleanliness, I just feel, I like the watch idea that you had, and I want to share one quick thing w- with the watch. So my mother-in-law fell. She had a, some type of heart issue, and we didn't know it, right? We didn't know she had a heart issue. So she ends up in the hospital, has to have surgery, goes through all this stuff, and and I'm like, well, let's get her the guardian medical alert, you know. And and all of a sudden...
0: So you call Kathleen up? And- I call
1: yeah, <laughs> Ka- yeah. And then all of a sudden, I hear a... Program a commercial. And I was like, what? My mother-in-law at, right now can push a button on her Apple Watch and get an EKG. Yes, yes. I'm like, what? I'm, technology, it's amazing. Take advantage of it. Yes. Do your research. It's very simple to upgrade that watch. Spend an extra 100 bucks, and now you know if she has a heart issue. Are you kidding? Of course. And it sends right to her
0: doctor. Right, right. That's the nice part about it.
1: And nobody knows that, that stuff like that's available. So now we're going to move into the solutions. We gave you we gave you solutions to every one of those little problems. But what happens, John, when the problems start to get bigger? So
0: those are great solutions in isolation. If there's just one or two issues, um, everybody wants to stay into their home until they absolutely, positively cannot. Um, and that's where services like mine come into play. So oftentimes, um, and sometimes it's too bad. It's unfortunate we're brought in. Uh, Kind of, kind of late in the game, and they're they they are they're already at a point where they uh, should be in assisted living.
1: But this is why you're here today, because right. we're educating people, because we want them to understand you need to pay attention to this stuff early and get started with a home care company
0: early. Correct. The last thing you want to have happen is to have your your mom or dad or, or other loved one fall and break a hip. That is uh, that that's kind of the the beginning of the end when that happens. Um, and so we're we're there. So when when you're noticing these things, you're noticing maybe they're not as steady on their feet. Um, there's companies like myself that come into play. Now the big question is is how do you? And and, and the most important part of this is actually finding a company and vetting the company. Um, there's there and there are numerous ways to do that. Um, for instance, if by chance your your loved one is in the hospital or in a rehab center, the social worker upon discharge will will recommend a few companies that they've somewhat vetted. They haven't you know. That's just the start. Or you may have seen some commercials on TV for various uh, home care companies, or, you, or you, uh, you're doing Google, and Google's great for, for that. But, <laughs> Google, uh, so so what, whatever, but whatever, you still need to vet the companies. And, and part of the reason here, uh, Michigan's kind of an unusual state. Um, for private-duty home care, there are no licensing requirements at all. Anybody can set up shop doing private-duty home care. There's many
1: states that are like that, actually. Just a few. Is there? Yeah, I, I thought it was like I
0: no, thought it was like half of them. There's just no. Uh, it, oh. It's just a few states that uh, don't have any licensing requirements. Uh, my my colleagues uh, around the country call Michigan the Wild West uh, as far as home care is concerned. Do you um, know what other
1: states they are? I'm just curious.
0: Uh, now I, I,
1: we're going to let you know in the I, next segment. Yeah, we'll, we'll this we'll, is important. We'll, to we'll,
0: know. we'll look it up, um, but there are a few states. But the, that, that's where the vetting comes in. Very, uh, you know, it becomes very important. So. My suggestion is
1: we're going to we're going to talk about your suggestion okay. and more in our next segment because this is important making this decision on who you're going to use for home care is very important. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Wendy Jones and you're listening to the Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors answering your questions about tomorrow today because that's what we like to do. We like to have these conversations. We like to talk about the things that nobody else wants to talk about. And we're trying to educate you. We want to share this information because it is important. Like what John just said in the last segment, we're talking about home care. Home care is extremely important for a couple reasons, but the biggest is that not every state needs to have licensure to start a home care company. And the states in the United States that don't need licensure is Iowa, Massachusetts, and Michigan. Those three, absolutely, positively, anybody could start a home care company. So talk to us about this. This is important. So, so
0: it is. So any, as you just said, anybody can start a home care company. And uh, e- even people who couldn't pass our background check to be an employee for us can start theirs. And they sometimes do. So... There's a lot of, and I don't want to scare you away from home care because there's a lot of a lot of fabulous companies out there, um, but you again you have, this is where you really have to do your due diligence. Um, so in lieu of licensing requirements, there are a couple accrediting bodies out there that um, that will go in and, and do very comprehensive surveys of, of of your business processes uh, and whatnot. The the gold standard is the Joint Commission or JCO. That's a, a very, very few home care companies, uh, private duty home care companies, have them. There are a lot of like Medicare. We call them Medicare companies, uh, home care companies that are JCO accredited. But very few, uh, very few uh, private duty home cares are Jaco accredited. Um, and the other one is not quite as comprehensive as JCO, but it's Chaps, and they'll come in and do a survey of your business periodically, and you know from everything about how you how you. Hire people, um, ongoing training with your employees, back, how you uh, vet, vet your employees, to how you do intakes for your patients, how you how you provide care for your patients, and, and the requirements and, and so on and so forth. So that's kind of a good first step is uh, is finding one of these companies that has one of these accreditations. That's very very important. The, the you're you're guaranteed at least a certain level of quality there.
1: Right. Um, right.
0: Because uh, you know my, my company is joint commission accredited. They come in and they'll you know they'll go through employee files to see make sure all their training is do they up to do date. This every
1: year, How every often? three years, every three years, every three okay. years,
0: and and, and, companies... unless, unless there's a complaint that's made, then they might come in. Uh, they might come in uh, on a surprise uh, well, survey.
1: So here's what I the, my favorite part about this is you need a governing body to to oversee if there is a concern like you just said you could make a, you could make a call and say I'm concerned about this particular home care company because of blah 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 and they will go in and look at the records and look at
0: the right if you were to complain to the state there's no governing body for this so there's it would just fall on deaf ears maybe like oh okay uh, <laughs> uh, un, 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 unless it was a case of abuse or neglect or something like that then it could uh, then it in. could fall into adult protective ser- under the realm of adult protective services. However, um, th- these accrediting bodies—they're, you know, again, very comprehensive. Um, so, th- uh, to me, that's a, a, a good first start. Finding the, the companies that, that have these accreditations. From there, then, this is where again, you got to do more of your homework. You got to—you li- got to read the Google reviews. You just can't look and see that this person has this company has twenty-eight uh, reviews and they got a four-point-five star rating. You got to go read the reviews and make sure they were written by real customers. A lot of the a lot of the companies out there. All their all the reviews offer are platitudes. You can tell that they were written by friends or colleagues who are hoping for in-kind reviews for their, for their services that they provide. Um, so it's very important then to read the Google reviews of, of the companies you're considering and make sure that they and, – and, again, you can tell if they're really written by, by uh, clients or family of clients or if they're just platitudes or written by employees. So that, that's, that's also very important as well.
1: And you're right. Someone just might look and go, oh, they have 146 four-star reviews Mm -hmm. and not even look at them. Correct. Correct. And there are companies out there, and I was at one yesterday, will remain unnamed, that said, I will give you 20% off if you do a Google review right now. I'll send you the link to your cell phone. I was like, what? Well, and of course I'm going to do a Google review for 20% off, but I thought, how clever is that? But... Also, like you said, not necessary. It's just a way for me to get twenty <laughs> you're, you're, percent.
0: You're gonna you're gonna do a review on a service or product you haven't even purchased yet. <laughs> okay,
1: I just want a discount. Yeah. So you know we have to be careful. Sure. Good point. We need to be careful. We need to do our due diligence, and we need to make sure we're looking at the right things.
0: So now you've narrowed it down to a couple of companies, and you're going to interview them in person. So we co- this is what we we call it a living room visit or an intake. Um, who who's coming out to who's who, who actually is coming out is it just a salesperson who's going to then do an assessment of your loved one and uh, um you know or, or is it someone who's qualified like an RN who's who's going to do the assessment and put together a very comprehensive plan of care based on on your conditions plus we have plus they'll also have an understanding of, of what your parents loved one's health concerns are health issues are so if there ever is a need while they're while they're under our care to have to call 911. We can have a conversation with the paramedics right there and, and totally fill them in on it, exactly on the medical history, which can help dramatically narrow things down. As, well, it's way so more efficient. Absolutely. 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 Uh, so it's, uh, you know, who, who's overseeing the care? Is it, um, is it a scheduler that's in the office? Or again, is it, is it someone that has some clinical capacity like a, a registered nurse or an LPN? Um, for instance, at our company, all of our care is supervised by our director of nursing. Um, how, how are the, how are the, the, caregivers hired? Um, is there any type of competency testing going on? I mean, in this day and age, most people do the background checks. Um, most companies do. Uh, and, and of course with CHAPS and with a CHAPS or, or JCO accreditation, you know that they really did them. They didn't just, uh, they didn't just, uh, say they do. They just don't say they do them. They've actually called the references. They've actually you know, check the criminal background checks, check the driving records. Um, but most importantly, how have they been competency tested? How do you know that they know how to properly transfer people? They properly know how to use a Hoyer lift if needed, if if that's appropriate. They, you know, um,
1: they can say that in an interview, they can say, Oh yeah, I know how to, I know how to change someone properly. Can
0: can they help someone with a feeding tube or something like that? You know. it's easy to it's easy in an interview to say you can do these things. It's another thing to get out in, in the field and and do them. And so they have to demonstrate the competency in these in these tasks. So, so with then we know.
1: So you have them physically demonstrate the competency yes, before you hire we them. We do. Okay, Bright Star. There you go. I mean, there and you're nationwide. I believe we're nationwide,
0: and that's a brand standard as well. So and so is the Joint Commission. Even the, but it's more important in Michigan because. Of, uh, They're not the licensing lic- yes. yes.
1: Oh, it's very important. Yes. Well, and good for you. Good for you for doing what you're doing. And thank you for educating our listeners on this because I don't, I'm sure not everybody knows this. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, because this is important. You want to make sure that you're with an accredited company because, and licensed. And like, oh, another thing, what if they don't have a driver's license?
0: Can they still be a caregiver? No, because we, uh, they, they they a we we need to guarantee that they 're going to be able to get to their shifts, and if they 're depending on rides or public transportation uh that uh, that may could very well inhibit that uh, that ability so there
1: are companies out there that don't require a driver 's license when they hire them to be a caregiver
0: and the other piece of that is. A, a lot of our our clientele they like to go out and about they 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 still want to you know they they're, they're in their homes they're, they they want to go visit friends they want to go shopping lunch. they <laughs> want to go to the mall right they want to go to the park uh, they want to go all over so um we need to have people who are able to accommodate that wish as well or or just or rides to and from doctor's appointments
1: can you tell us how that works do they get into the client's car or do they get into the caregiver's car so
0: um and it's it's an either or. We don't okay. we don't uh, uh, have have a preference. A lot of times the clients' cars are nicer than our caregivers' cars, so they like the caregivers to drive their car. Um, or if or if the caregiver uses their car, then we just, we we tack on a mileage charge for it. It's it's just the IRS rate, and then all that, all that just is a pass through goes to the caregiver for reimbursement for wear and tear.
1: I love though yes. that you offer the option yeah. because I agree. The number one thing in in 30 years when I'm sitting in my house, I'm going to be like, "Get me out of these four walls."
0: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I want to get out of this house. So I love that your caregivers can do that for them.
0: And, and oftentimes our caregivers almost become part of the family. So yes. it's just, you know, they're, 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 they are becoming a very good friend. I have I have a lot of caregivers right now who themselves would like to retire, but they're so dedicated to their clients that they're not going to go anywhere until their clients either finally have to be in a facility or unfortunately pass. Oh. They're, they're, they're amazing people. They
1: love, yeah, and people in this industry have a passion. Mm-hmm. They have a passion, and obviously Bright Star is a good organization. And and if they don't, we
0: find them fast and weed them out.
1: Right, right. So uh, listeners, grab your pen, because I would like John to share his phone number with you. Um, Obviously, he's here in Michigan on the east side. On the east side. But um, there's Bright Stars all over the nation if you're in another state listening to this program. And and we
0: have 10 in Michigan as well. So if anybody wants to give me a call, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll route them to the correct office. Um, Ready? My phone number is area code 586. Two seven nine, three
1: six one zero, five eight six two seven nine three six one zero, and you can pretty much, I believe, call anytime, right? You have a yeah, service,
0: correct, correct, and, and, and you know, thank you for mentioning that because that is also another uh, uh, another um, key factor in, in choosing a home care company. What's the availability? Uh, we're available twenty four seven, and. We have an on-call rotation in our office, so somebody from the office will answer your call if, if needed. At any time of day or night, someone from our office will answer the call, and most of them know exactly what's going on.
1: This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors, answering your questions about tomorrow, today. And I have with me John Channing from Brightstar. Brightstar is a nationwide company for home care, and as you heard, licensed, accredited, and follows all the guidelines, and that there are three states out there that actually do not mandate any type of, basically, accreditation or licensing, and that is Iowa, Massachusetts, and Michigan. Mm-hmm. And that's important to know, because you want to make sure that you're using a company that does follow some of these guidelines, because like he mentioned, vetting, insurance. There's a lot of reasons you need to make sure you're picking the right home care. So you can call our office. We will help you. You can call John directly. He just mentioned he can help you as well. His phone number, again, is 586-279-3610. So, John, walk us through the process when somebody is going to call you. Like, what is the next step from there?
0: So we will come in and do an assessment, and 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 really one one of my one of our biggest goals is to really truly get to know uh the the client as a as a human being as a person who is this who what is the essence of this person what are they like so because one one of the things that's very important to us is is compatibility so once we, we're kind of doing the assessment we're getting a feel for the person's personality. Um, do they want someone who's very gregarious? Do they want someone who's just going to kind of be a, a wallflower and melt into the scenery when they're, when they're not, uh, providing, uh, care, their care duties? Um, so, so for us, compatibility is very important to us. In fact, we guarantee compatibility. So, um, if the caregiver, if you're not happy with the first caregiver you get, um, we'll, we'll continue to to swap them out until you get the one that's a perfect fit. Um, now with that said, we're still kind of getting into the vetting process. A, a, a lot of um, people out there are tempted to try to go the cheaper route and hire someone themselves to do it, and they think they can maybe save ten dollars an hour. And they probably and they can. However, that uh, comes with a lot of risk. First risk is you don't really know what you're getting because you're not really qualified to vet that person. So a company like ours, we spend a lot of time vetting our caregivers to make sure that they are are up to snuff. You have no idea what you're getting. Correct. You have no idea what you're getting. Um, At best, you're getting someone who's going to do no harm. Um, You know, at worst, you could get somebody who's going to clean you out Um, and you you know, steal from you. Listeners,
1: I I, I do need to say this because in my heart, if you're letting somebody into your elderly loved one's home, the last thing you want to do is find them on Google. I'm sorry. I mean, caregiver.com, whatever, call it whatever you want. You are randomly selecting some random person to do the most sensitive, incredible job in taking care of your loved one. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. I'm dead set against it, 100% against it.
0: And you may find a great one doing it, and and, and you might. However, there are a lot of other pitfalls that you have to consider. First one is... And, and, and this is also when you're hiring out a, a, when you're looking at care companies too. Are the employees W 2 employees or 1099 employees? If they're 1099 employees, there's a good chance they're not covered on under workers comp. So if they got hurt in your home, you would be on the hook for, uh, for making them whole, so to say, which could be tens of thousands or, or hundreds you, of thousands yeah, of dollars. It could cost you, you, it could cost you your home. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, without a good, a good comprehensive, nationwide criminal background check um they, they they could they could be looking for opportunities to to steal and, clean, and and unfortunately clean out your your loved ones for whatever they can they can get um and, and it happens and unfortunately it does and um with a reputable company they're bonded and insured for such events so if it if unfortunately if that were to happen you would you would have some recourse and you would be able to recover your losses and be made whole that way uh so,
1: so another advantage I just want to say with going with a company is if your caregiver is sick or gets in a car accident or something happens, which happens in everyday life, and they can't make it to take care of your mother, for example, they'll call into the company and say, hey, I'm not going to make it in today. And then you can call someone else and, and, we and have, have them
0: show up. We have a whole bunch of people to uh, to fill in last-minute call-offs. Uh, when They don't happen a lot, but when they do happen, we we, we have it covered. Um, we have the ability to call Ubers for people if their car doesn't start. Um, you know, we, we, we get them there. You'll One, do what it takes, right? Correct.
1: You will do what it takes, and that's why you want a parent company overseeing. That's why you don't want to go with, you know, the sweet lady from church, which love the idea, and unless you know her really, really, really well, <laughs> you just got to be careful because there, Then now you're managing a schedule. There's so many more things that go into play. When you hire a company like Brightstar, they do all that for you. That is correct. It's just so. And one more thing that you mentioned during break, and I think it's important, is some of these home care companies, especially Iowa, Massachusetts, and Michigan, correct me if I'm wrong, have 1099 employees and not W-2 employees. So tell me about what happens when that.
0: So, the, so they do, um, and, and and that's definitely a fact. And, and I, like I mentioned, alluded to earlier, they may not have any workers' comp coverage for them if they're 1099 employees. So you would be on the hook for any injuries. They're probably not uh, bonded and insured. So if something turns up missing, you have no recourse at all to uh, to. Make a recovery on that unless you can catch the person red handed and recover the recover the lost property. Um, uh, it's and again, there's just no uh, the chances after 1099 employees there. There isn't much of a vetting process as well
1: it's important listeners it's just important to do your research ahead of time, and the biggest thing is the injury in the home and If they don't have insurance and they don 't have workman 's comp and that caregiver falls up the stairs as they 're walking into the house, we have a problem
0: and the other thing to consider too is payroll taxes if they're a ten ninety nine employee and they don't pay ro- pay their payroll taxes, you could be on the hook for those payroll taxes uh, and you could find you could find out three years later that you owe. Three, four thousand dollars in payroll taxes. So
1: our goal isn't to scare you. Our goal is to educate you, and I just want to keep that in mind because sometimes you might be thinking, "Oh, they're they're you know bullying me into making a decision with a company." Well, you know what? No, it's your decision. We are just educating you on the options. When you go to some random company that you're hiring off of, you know, the internet versus a reputable company who has all of these accreditations and licensing and all this other thing. And you have an RN, right, doing these assessments. You mentioned Correct. the the medical component to it.
0: Correct. We have we we get a very deep understanding of, of your loved one's medical conditions, medical history, um, and, and, and some people might feel that the assessment is overkill, but it has come in handy on numerous occasions when we've had to Unfortunately, call EMS because there was a, uh, a change of condition or something that happened while we were there, and we were able to provide a, a lot of very useful information to the to the EMTs um, in real time while they were there. They they essentially could get on the phone with our director and nursing and go over um, uh, go over everything we know about the 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 patient. So
1: so important, so important. This is a, the number one step is getting the right company, and I've had. I can tell you stories. I've had clients that have changed home care companies three and four times because they were not happy. uh, With the caregiver, with the call-in process, somebody didn't show up, no shows all the time. So these are are problems in the industry, and there is a slight caregiver shortage right now. So you want someone like a Bright Star who has 10 different companies in Michigan, for example, and they can pull from different places, worst-case scenario. Right. So I think it's an important thing to pay attention to. The other thing I just want to add is when you have a relationship, and you mentioned this in one of our segments today, that they have such a good relationship, they don't want to retire because they want to stay. With they, their-
0: they, they, they feel such an obligation towards their clients that, they, uh, that they're that they not going anywhere until their client, like I said, either... Uh, uh- passes on, or, or has to finally go into a facility.
1: So we didn't talk about money, yes. and this is this is kind of the elephant in the room. So what's important to understand about home care, listeners, is it is not covered. It is a private pay, out-of-pocket expense.
0: Correct. Correct. It's, uh, it is 100% out-of-pocket. Um, now, a couple of uh, – and I'm glad you brought that up, Wendy. Um, there, there are a couple of things also to consider, and that is minimums. Um, some, some companies will require that you have a minimum, uh, a shift of four hours, whether you need four hours or not, that you have a shift of at least four hours and that you have either at least two or three of those shifts a week. So you have a minimum of, of eight to 12 hours a week in there. Um, that can be overkill at times. So be, be cognizant of that as well, because that's a, it's kind of a way to, uh, to, increase the cost you, you there are shorter shift options available they cost a little more per hour but they may make more sense if someone just needs someone to come in uh a couple times a week to help someone shower and and bathe and get dressed um and and even a couple hours a week uh, a couple hours twice uh, twice a week is, is good because there's i we have eyes on medications and other things too if we if we we'll, we'll know what your your parent's baseline is if we come in one day and they just they're they're not themselves they're going to call the office and talk to our director of nursing. Our director of nursing is going to either go out there and see for herself, or issue some further instructions. Get a hold of the family and and, and let everybody know that uh, that you know mom's not herself today. Something's going on. Let's get her checked for a urinary tract infection. That's uh, to me, that's one of the biggest
1: uh, urinary tract infections are very common.
0: Yeah, it, it happens a lot, and 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 the best way to prevent them is to never get one to begin with. Because once you get them, they always seem to come back. Um,
1: Good to know. Time and time again. Good to know. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for doing what you do, for taking care of our seniors. They need you and for educating our listeners today because this is exactly what we needed to hear. And it's very important to do your research, to get the right company, to definitely know the steps that we've talked about today. You're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400